Hey guys, it's Michelle here, the founder of iHelpMoms.com, where we are on a mission to make motherhood easier, healthier, and happier. I am so excited today to talk about sleep. This is so important for so many families, and I am just honored to have the founder of Restored Sleep Consulting, Natalie Fitzgerald, on for me today. So welcome, Natalie. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me. I am super excited to kick off with three incredible questions for you. As a mom of three myself, my first child, I definitely wondered if I would ever get sleep. And then I realized with the second, the third, getting a sleep consultant, really getting some solid answers for a gentle solution was absolutely vital for us not to just survive, but to really thrive and enjoy the journey. So I want to ask you, How do we get babies to sleep through the night? Sure. Yeah, that's um, like the million dollar question. (laughs) Um, So there are actually a lot of factors that go into this. And um, it really depends on the baby. Um, It depends on their age, their development, their weight. Um, But one of the first ways to achieve this and getting your baby to get those longer stretches of sleep throughout the night is to make sure that your baby is getting enough calories throughout the day. So I usually encourage feeding baby um, consistently throughout the day, every two to three hours, um, ensuring baby is getting full feedings and can um, that can help extend those nighttime stretches. So babies, and again, like I said, every baby is so different. So they have different caloric needs that correlate with their weight. So just because two babies might be the same age, friend might have a baby around the same age, their neighbor, sister-in-law, um, does not mean that both babies are developmentally capable of sleeping through the night without a meal. It really depends on a lot of those other factors and specifically how much they weigh and how much they need. Oh, I love your insight. I think a customized approach is so important, not comparing ourselves to other families and what's working for their specific baby. And I really love your gentle, compassionate approach. So I definitely want to also ask you about napping. Yes. That may be sleeping okay through the night, but not napping during the day. What are some of the insightful suggestions you have for? Yeah, moms? so I I get this question a lot too, and um, a lot of times, nap you know nap sleep is very different from night sleep. It uses a different part of the brain, and naps can definitely be a little bit more challenging to achieve. But through consistency and with a couple of tips that I can give you today. Um, naps can definitely start to regulate over time. So we always want to set our babies up for success in any case when we're creating a consistent um, sleep uh, ritual or routine. Um, One of those things uh, would be in an ideal sleep environment. So making sure that the room is super dark, um, you have consistent white noise going, um, especially like you and I with other kids in the house, you want to drown out noise um, for your baby if you've got toddlers running around or, you know, Amazon Prime comes and rings the doorbell. (laughs) I feel like the gardener always shows up during nap time. So um, (laughs) making sure you have a consistent white noise that goes for, for the entire time. A lot of the sound machines will shut off after 30 or 45 minutes and babies' sleep cycles are about that 
duration of time. So after 30 or 45 minutes, your baby's going to transition into a different sleep cycle and, and your baby goes through a light period of sleep. Well, if that white noise goes off and, you know, someone slams the door, a dog barks, um, in any case, it can be really hard for baby to get back to sleep because they've, they've had a little sleep to take the edge off. So, um, consistent white noise is good. Um, making sure that the room temperature is between 68 and 72 degrees. And this can depend to, you know, if your baby's swaddled, I usually encourage swaddling babies until they have better control over that moro or that startle reflex, which usually happens sometime between 14 and 18 weeks when they can really control their arms a little bit better. But if your baby's swaddled, um, that can definitely create an extra layer of warmth. And especially during these summer months, you want to make sure that your your baby is um, at, at a comfortable temperature in order to expect him or her to sleep. I love it. These are such great tips. And, you know, I would love for you to talk a little bit about um, the in-between naps, you know, being yes. overtired and, and what's some solutions for yeah, that? Yeah. So we call that wake time or wake windows. And um, oftentimes when I start working with a client, um, we come to find that baby is just overtired. So trying to keep those mm-hmm. wake windows shorter and catching your baby at the first sleep cue. So oftentimes that will be the first yawn or eyebrows are starting to get a little bit red or baby is starting to kind of give that seven mile stare, just sort of staring out into space, not engaged. Um, Those are all sleep cues that are your cue as a parent to start getting your baby ready for a nap. When babies are overtired, they release cortisol, which is a stress hormone, and it sends their body into this fight or flight mode with adrenaline. And that can make it really hard for your baby to fall asleep and stay asleep. So keeping wake windows short is one of the key factors to um, allowing your baby to fall asleep and connect those sleep cycles during the day. Oh, these tips are awesome. I'm loving this, Natalie. And so I have another million dollar question (laughs) that I think so many moms want to know is when can you start sleep training? Yeah, I I also get this question all the time. Um, You know, honestly, Michelle, I always encourage families to start when they're ready. I want families and parents to feel um, what's right for their situation and their baby and For some, this is right away when the baby's born. I actually have people who call me when they're pregnant and they want some peace of mind and just getting their baby into a routine from the start. Um, I have, you know, people that call me a year later or 10 months in and um, they're ready to stop, you know, bed sharing or co-sleeping. It really depends on the family and when the parents are ready. With um, newborns and younger infants, we don't sleep train necessarily. We work on establishing routines that are based on your baby's natural rhythms and need for food and sleep. So when we do this, we develop sustainable routines around sleep that can help shape their healthy sleep habits from the start. And um, that can actually, you know, um, 
help you avoid sleep training or breaking bad habits later down the road that aren't sustainable anymore. So um, yeah, it's never too late to help your child learn healthy sleep habits. But I do think that in my experience and working with families that the earlier you start, the less habits there are to break later on and the less they protest the change and the sooner everybody will be sleeping. Oh, I love this advice. And I definitely love that you touched on the word sleep training. I, I really encourage moms to consider looking at um, a coach and restorative sleep as just building great routines and a strong foundation so the entire family can be rejuvenated through high quality sleep. So I love that you brought that up. And really, you know, you have so much insight. And that's why we love connecting moms to quality experts like you. And I'd love to hear what is your biggest piece of advice for moms? Oh, boy. Um, You know, honestly, and I feel like in these really uncertain, constantly changing times, just give yourself grace. Um, There's so there, there's so much information out there. There's so much pressure to, um, you know, be a certain way or do certain things with your kids or um, have things look a certain way. And, um, and I just think that the more we give ourselves a little room to experience our children and enjoy them, um, the, the happier everyone really is. So grace is kind of my number one reminder when I'm talking to moms that are struggling, um, just to allow that, that space and grace. Oh, I love that. I have so enjoyed talking to you and, you know, I feel so lucky to connect to experts like you. And I just want to encourage all of those moms out there to know you're not alone. We don't need to struggle silently. And I really encourage you to reach out to Natalie. You can find her on Instagram at Restored Sleep Consulting. And her website, which is awesome and full of great information, is RestoredConsulting.com. So definitely, definitely make sure that you get that customized coaching, that we don't judge ourselves, that we make sure we're gentle with ourselves. And I love that final piece of advice, Natalie, grace, give yourself grace, because we believe at I Hope Moms that you guys are superheroes. So thanks for being on with us, Natalie. Thanks, Michelle. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.